just going on that, uh, my head is almost spinning. I went back to some notes I had from Sukkot of 2021 when we were taking turns uh, presenting and giving talks. Uh, and I have a couple of slides here that I thought were interesting. I'm going to bring them forward. I know at the time I had done a lot of research, uh, so I don't really have a, this uh, information in the footnotes, but this is what I gleaned from my research at that time. And this is, what, two years ago? Th well, two years ago. Um, okay, uh, establish power, and this is how to bring a country down. This is how to bring a country like America into uh, to heal, training uh, this country and all the citizens to heal uh, at the leg of the New World Order. Okay, number one I have down, establish power in the hands of the wealthy. That has been going on for about 500 years, ever since the Rothschilds became, I don't think they're Jews at all, um, a researcher, David Icke, says their name were, was Bauer. They're, they're just Germans who, who say they're Jews and they're not. They're Satanists. Uh, establish power in the hands of the wealthy. Make every elected official pay to play. And we've seen that, especially as our presidency and our elected officials have become increasingly corrupt. There are stories seeping out in the alternative media uh, of pay to play. At any failure of their democracy, sympathize with the officials, sympathize with the citizenry, but in the back, just smirk. Uh, give them a talented but rascally leader. To put any opposition mob into a frenzy. And uh, immediately I thought of Donald, Donald Trump. Uh, is he there to goad the right, uh, the people who would not ordinarily riot or kill people, but to goad them into such anger that they are in the streets and doing things they never thought they would do? Uh, create chaos for, so we can impose more restrictive laws. And, of course, that's 9-11. That is uh, the COVID uh, experiment they did on us. How far can you push a society before they will rebel? And all the time promising that everything will go back to normal if they'll just go along for two weeks. Remember, Fauci, two weeks and we'll get this under control. Yes. Here we are uh, four years later, and the effects of that are still being felt. It's still being analyzed. It's new evidence is still coming forward uh, as to what is the next ramification of the adverse reactions of the seemingly endless uh, ability of the toxin to get into the body and corrupt the immune system, corrupt corrupt every uh, natural system in the body, the digestive, the neurologic, the thought process, the hammering away of mass media uh, during the COVID crisis. Uh, the only way to avoid that is to turn it off. Don't listen to it. If you don't think they're Satanists, I, I put in an old article of Klaus Schwab, addressed as evidently the bride of Satan on a Venice beach, uh, scantily clad without only a fig leaf, if that's it. Just uh, 
a mocking, almost a satanic mocking of this man that is deluded into thinking that he is he is Satan's chosen and he is chosen for great things. All the while, the satanic forces are just laughing at him. Some examples of the chaos that is being visited upon the American public are the millions of illegals that are coming across the southern border. Increasingly, they are Chinese uh, nuclear capability. F-16s being shipped to Ukraine, a red line as offered by Russia, uh, Gaza, the southern part of Lebanon, uh, Iran is saying that's a red line for them. Uh, the dissemination of the Tucker-Putin interview where he, uh, Putin readily admits what we all know, number one, the CIA blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Uh, thus uh, denying our friends, what kind of friend is that, our friends the access to cheap oil and gas. And also uh, the CIA unseated Yanukovych uh, uh, back in, what, 2014-15. Uh, and uh, the impending dollar fail, that is that is very stressful for all Americans. And when Putin said in the interview that we have destroyed our own currency, it, it is true. Uh, these these uh, leaders who are either uh, bullied or paid or killed, um, and it goes, they try and pay them off first. And if they can't do that, they'll bully them. And if they can't do that, they'll kill them. And we certainly have examples of that. Just think of JFK. Uh, just think of Abraham Lincoln um, and, and the... the uh, the biggest faux pas a president can make is to oppose the central bank. And Lincoln was going to get us off the central bank uh, after the Civil War. And, of course, he was done away with. So as soon as, uh, okay, the central bank is crucial to the ability of the satanic. And again, the central banking, the banking is based upon uh, Babylonian money magic. It's uh, something for nothing. Uh, They print money and loan it out, something they printed in their basement. They give it to a country at at interest. We are supposed to, uh, per the Constitution, create our own money. Well, the Federal Reserve said no. You cannot do that. And we have the uh, just the weasel Wilson in 1913 who allowed the Federal Reserve to to take over essentially our economy, our dollar system. Uh, then we have in 1931, FDR confiscates civilian gold to pay for the New Deal. That is theft. Uh, how do how can you identify the enemy? Well, theft, rob, and destroy. <laughs> so it's one of those. If if this is a theft, we know where it comes from. And then in 1971, Nixon took us off the dollar or took the dollar off the gold standard to pay for the Vietnam War, which nobody wanted. Uh, American young men were headed for the exits when it came to the draft, Uh, did great damage to a whole generation of men for nothing, for nothing. And then uh, the Saudis, who were the kingpin, the linchpin, the supporters of the petrodollar, Saudi oil sold for dollars only, uh, thus guaranteeing the enduring, uh, the endurance of the American dollar. Uh, just he said uh, a couple of weeks ago, hey, we're going to join BRICS. We'll sell oil in whatever denomination you have. And the, 
essentially saying no more petrodollar. Um, and 34 nations follow suit, realizing the bat dollar is now backed by nothing, nothing. And also to avoid the crippling sanctions that the U.S. dollar has declared on their countries. Uh, and what awaits in uh, 2024 is it insolvency. Um, and Putin said in the interview, you've killed your own currency. And indeed we have. The traitors of this country, those who hate this country, the cowards, the uh, narcissists, the psychopaths have sold us out uh since 1913, and especially since World War II. And I maintain that when Israel was established, Satan said, whoa, uh, the end is nigh. I, we better uh, get to, uh, set our signs, our, our sights on destroying America. And that's exactly what has happened. Why would U.S. be in the crosshairs? Well, the U.S. is the sustainer of NATO, the head of the West. If U.S. goes, NATO goes, Europe goes. And uh, the AC wants World War Three. Okay, uh, I think the U.S. has been appointed to start World War Three. Nothing else could... Uh, uh, could explain this kamikaze course that the U.S. has been on since, goodness, uh, since 2014 when they started bombing eastern Ukraine. Why? Uh, and also, and a big one is the West is the last bastion of Christianity. They're hoping by World War III, as per Albert Pike, to destroy Christianity, make the people so demoralized by the heinousness of World War III that they lose faith in faith, and they are suddenly without a belief system. Uh, and unfortunately, I think that describes many of the pre-tribbers who have set their sights, if it's not pre-trib, then I don't want a mean God who would cause my family any pain. And I have read that repeatedly in the literature. Uh, so that's an example of causing people to forego Christianity because they are so demoralized. Please don't be in that group. And only the power of Yeshua through his people is powerful enough to defeat Satan. So if you have pre-trib friends, please encourage them to to trust uh, uh, the Messiah and, and not uh, throw everything in. It's either pre-trib or I'm out of here. Concerning chaos and the destruction of this country, why stoke civil war now uh, in Texas? These illegals have been streaming over for two years now, so why now suddenly, when everything else is about to be ignited into a bonfire, uh, do we have Texas suddenly uh, calling all sorts of uh, gun-happy, gun-toting uh, you know, nationalists uh, to their borders uh, to independently lay uh, razor wire and everything else that's dangerously going on there. Uh, Seattle just settled a suit for 20 uh, for BLM protesters who were injured during their rioting in uh, 2020. I think it was uh, 10, 10 million. 
and Austin, Texas, charges 19 officers for violence toward BLM riders. So they're encouraging the rioting. They're rewarding the, the rioting. But the DNA in Texas has now dismissed the cases against the um, uh, officers involved in the BLM riots, but has referred the case to the Department of Justice. Uh, and part of this, why did Garland release Biden, Biden's dementia report? Why? Why now? I mean, we've known for two years uh, that he's been a laughing stock. He's been the butt of jokes for two years. Why now? I offer to you that they want to replace him. Uh, per the uh, Jewish boy's dream several years ago, will we see Obama um, Barack Barack Obama put in the place uh, because of um, Terry Air Missions. Turn on your transponder so we can identify you and maintain contact with our Polish air navigation systems at all times. Nobody's going to fly in here unannounced uh, or else we will launch to destroy. Why would they do this? There's a very sensitive part there in uh, Poland. They are, uh, their border borders uh, the Suwalki Gap, which is the corridor between Russian territory Kaliningrad and um, Belarus territory. It's about, I think it's over 100 miles, not too much over 100 miles, but it's a connector road. Uh, in kind of no man's land, it's Russian territory, and Kaliningrad is military bases, just brimming with military bases. Uh, it's of great strategic importance. It isolates the Baltic states, and from there they could take Gotland, which is Swedish, and jam NATO communications. It's a choke point between east and west. It's difficult to defend and easy to attack. Russia knows this. Heavily, heavily guarded. Kaliningrad is home to Russia's Baltic Fleet and is the only uh, ice-free port in the winter. So if they want to launch, well, they could go down to Crimea, but then that's a long way to go through the Dardanelles out to the Mediterranean and into the uh, Atlantic, they could just go to Kaliningrad and be in the North Sea and the Atlantic very quickly. So it's it's a very um, closely watched piece of property. I have some links in uh, in the bibliography. NATO has always realized the importance of the Suwaki Gap, and even has opined that World War Three would begin there. Why did Poland issue the NOTAM, the Notice to All Air Missions? Uh, because they say, quote, are uh, because of unplanned military activity to protect national security. National security of Poland. Is Poland afraid of an attack? Yes. Putin in 22 said Russian's forces are not comparable to NATO, but we're also a nuclear power and our abilities in this area are superior to NATO. We do not have the depth, breadth, width, un, unquote, or width of NATO resources. Our only means of winning or surviving a, nu a war would be a nuclear 
first strike. I offer to you, that's what Poland's afraid of. And that's exactly what Henry Groover saw. And I've linked uh, three links in the bibliography below so you could get all details about that. Uh, And Russia has said, quotes, if NATO enacts Article 5, collective self-defense against Russia, it will be a war that no one will win, i.e., nuclear. And Russia has said uh, they will uh, attack NATO if uh, the U.S. Uh, gets in and starts fighting with Ukraine. So it's a NATO-U.S. versus them actively in Ukraine. Uh, so uh, inside source here, this is from Hal Turner, uh, what would get the U.S. into the Ukraine war? Well, uh, one would be an attack on a Zaporozhye nuclear plant causing a radiation leak that would infiltrate to NATO countries surrounding, like Poland or Romania, Hungary, Slovakia, even Turkey. Turkey is right across the Caspian Sea. That would be equal to an attack on NATO if these fumes, and you can see how tenuous that is because, I mean, anybody could attack. That could be a false flag. Anybody and Russia be blamed. So if the if NATO wants to... Uh, join um, join uh, Ukraine, all they would have to do is blow up Zaporozhye, have it a leak, bada bing, you have World War III. Uh, and Russia also said the F-16s to Ukraine, or U- U.S. has said that, need, uh, they're, co- they're going to Ukraine. The F-16s are, these are retrofitted to carry nukes, to carry German Taurus cruise missiles. The F-16 need a lot of maintenance. They're so high-performing. Uh, they 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 need to be refueled, rearmed, and maintained outside Ukraine because Ukraine cannot do the work and doesn't have the airfields remaining or the te- technologic know-how. So the F-16s would have to fly to nearby NATO bases and uh to be outfitted to be refueled to be re- um to be uh serviced to be rearmed and putin said that if these f16s fly to outside nato bases so they can come back and shoot at russians that russia would consider this an attack on Russia and would attack those NATO bases. The Taurus missiles have a range of at least 500 kilometers, which, if shot within Ukraine, would surely reach Moscow. Uh, Sweden, the UK, Germany, telling its citizens to prepare for war. The U.S. saying nothing, Zippo, to their citizens. Again, our serpent leaders hate us. They want us to die. Russia has bomb shelters that can uh, accommodate 40 million people in a matter less than an hour, uh, as shown by a 2016 drill. Uh, They're outfitted with food, water, medicine, surgical suites, generators, fuel, everything they would need to survive a nuclear blast. America has nothing They want us to fail. The New World Order at this point is in full swing. Kill the Christians. Kill the West. These, um, Russia has hypersonic missiles. They have a whole host of them. One is the Kinzals. They have, that's at Mach 10, about 7,600 miles an hour. And 
uh, allegedly from all sides, including laughable Putin, it's virtually unstoppable. It is unstoppable. They have submarines armed with hypersonic missiles, Zircons, which um, it, it, it travels, those Zircon missiles travel in excess of 6,000 miles an hour. The range is 560 miles. But in practice, it hit a target 625 miles away. This is exactly, again, please reread those visions of Henry Groover. How many U.S. bases can be destroyed within minutes if a sub would pull up to shallow waters and fire? Remember, in 2010 at the deep water horizon, uh, a Russian sub went in just curious as to the health of the Gulf, came in, cruised around for a month. U.S. had no idea that they were there. Uh, they said the Gulf is dead. Themselves in shallow water, they surface, or maybe they can, from, you know, 200 feet, they can launch. I don't know. But they launch from uh, really virtually on our shores. They're traveling over six. A thousand miles an hour, over six, over seven and six thousand miles an hour with a range of almost 600 or 600 miles an hour. How many bases could they destroy before we even knew we were attacked? And that's just what Russia said. You'll know we fired the missiles only after the target has been hit. We're defenseless. We have no bomb shelters, no warning to the public, no defense systems. Our defense systems have been deliberately allowed to age. Our electric systems have not been hardened against an EMP. Poland's warriors have stopped fighting. They remain in their strongholds. Their strength is exhausted. They have become like women. I, I, I'm not sure we even... I'm not sure we even have time to fire our silo missile defense systems. It takes a minimum of four and a half minutes for them to leave the silo. Will they be turned off? Could they, even if they're not turned off, all our bases will be gone, or so many of them, before they were they could even be in the air. Remember that balloon that entered in over Montana. <clears throat> Traveled down over western Nebraska and out over <coughs> Georgia. I think it traveled out through uh, South Carolina. That's the exact pattern of uh, our missile defense systems, especially Montana, western Nebraska. Did they turn anything off? Did they download a system so that the on-off button of those silos could be externally controlled? Well, I'm running out of time, and I hate to go too long. I have a lot to... Uh, I have two more slides, though. Um, please read Isaiah... No, Jeremiah fifty fifty one. This is us. It, it, there is one uh, verse there. It, at, in those days at that time. In those days is shorthand end times. Shorthand. At that time, the the word there is odd. It means a, a terminus. It means a sense of perpetuity. It means eternity. Uh, so it, it's saying in those days, during end times, when people are facing eternity, declares the Lord, the people of Israel and the people of Judah together will go in tears to seek the Lord their God. And that is coming up. So whatever you do, 
do not lose faith. Do not leave hope. Uh, get together with your uh, family in Yeshua. And remember, please read the many promises that are in Jeremiah fifty fifty one. The Lord knew that people would be terrified out of their minds. And so he sprinkled this destruction of our country with beautiful promises. I'll bring Israel back to their own pasture. Israel, not Judah. And we'll graze on Mount Carmel. Do you know who lived there? Zebulun. Hasn't been seen in 2,800 years. And Bashan, Manasseh lived there. His appetite will be satisfied on the hills of Ephraim. Bilin, Manasseh, Ephraim, Gad, the Lord has not forgotten us. Please, get together with your Meshua family. Ride this out. Trust the Lord. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll see each other next in Welcome to the show, Steve. Thank you, Bonnie. And I know you've had a very exciting half hour already with the information <laughs> that you've been sharing. Well, concerning the NOTAM, um, and that, as far as I can figure, it, it went out on Poland um, uh, Monday, last Monday. That would be February 5. And what the NOTAM, again, it was the notice to all air missions, uh, commercial, military, uh, all air missions. If you're in the air, this is what we expect, said NOTAM. Uh, we expect you're going to have your transponders on so we can identify you, and we're going to expect you to keep in co control. Just reiterating what I've already said, you're going to maintain constant uh, open channels to the Polish air traffic controllers, uh, to, and not only the civilian, but also the military uh, air uh, controllers. So, And if you don't, we're going to shoot you down. And they said they had to do this, again, as a recap, they had to do this to maintain uh, national security for Poland because there are there is going to be, they expect unplanned military activity in the air between February 5, which is last Monday, which I think is when they announced this, Perhaps they announced it Sunday. Tell me who you are and let me talk to you or we're going to shoot you down. Well, from what some of the intel that I was getting uh, yesterday is that uh, Poland actually did shoot down one of Russia's spy planes. Uh, the There is was a great concern that Russia had that uh, Poland was moving nuclear weapons to the border uh, that it shares there with Ukraine. And that uh, this really kind of got the the 
eyebrows up with the Russians. So what they did in turn is they sent spy planes over to see what was actually going on. And from the report that I got, the alleged report shows that uh, that that Poland actually did take with its defense missile system shoot down a Russian spy plane that was over over flying over there or near their territory, uh, trying to see what was actually going on. And um, and then of course the only the only news you can find about anything that I found thus far is a report on CNN Arabic uh, news, which is reporting that. Uh, uh, they're saying that, uh, that the Russians fired a missile that landed inside of Poland. So we're seeing that coming out right now. Uh, but that's only a brief statement that was made on Tuesday about that. Uh, and, you know, but, but you know, it's really hard to say. That just came out, uh, you know, well, I take that back, Bonnie. Well, no, I switched. It's already switched to another report there. So it's really hard to say as of right now. We do. I do know that Russia in another Arabic news there that came out yesterday, uh, that they had fired quite a few missiles near the, um, uh, those missiles were being fired very close to the uh, uh, Polish border. That was one other uh, information that I had seen there, but as of yet, uh, let's see here, that is, I'm trying to find the article on that there. That's on the Sun reporting that article, that news there on February the 7th, said NATO warplanes scrambled as Putin fires a wave of missiles towards the Polish border, a Poland's border, in a massive new onslaught on Ukraine. And, uh, and of course, you can see some very large craters on the ground uh, that, you know, from these missile strikes that, that Russia was doing. Now, and, and it may be, quite frankly, Bonnie, it may be that Russia was targeting air defense missile systems that shot down their own plane uh, uh, you know, that, that from the reports that I was seeing there, because otherwise I can't understand why Russia would actually be shooting down uh, a, a plane like that, uh, or excuse me, Poland would be shooting down a Russian spy plane, and then Russia not retaliate in some way or form. Now, I do believe, though, in that case, that would have not been so much a retaliation. They may be ju just trying to take out air defenses so that their spy planes are safer, but I am sure, and we can count on it, if this report really is true, Russia is going to take and respond back in the not-so-distant future um, in a way to, to retaliate. And, and, of course, the big problem is, though, is if Russia does strike Poland, then you have the situation of uh, Poland declaring Article 5 uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, trying to bring NATO in to help uh, fight for them against Russia. Which, by the way, this has been the plan all along. In fact, uh, the plan is is that uh, the, of course, the NATO allies, including the United States, have beefed up the military supplies inside of Poland so high now that they are now considered the fifth largest military power in the world. And uh, and two, Poland is planning on when they do get into combat with Russia that they are going to take uh, the western half of Ukraine all the way to Kiev. They're going to annex all of that land back for themselves. So that was something I've heard now for the last three years, that these are the things that you will see happen in the near future as this war broadens. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's definitely on its way for broadening, Bonnie. It's, it's, without question, it's going to get much, much bigger. Did did the shooting down of the of the uh, 
whatever it was, spy planes, spy whatever. Uh, did that happen in the Suwalski gap between, which is critical, it's between Kaliningrad and Belarus, uh, and Kaliningrad is Russia's port out into the North Sea, and NATO had always said that if World War Three breaks out, it's going to break out there. It's much easier for for uh, Russia uh, to be able to spy on what's going on inside the country uh, as far as with Poland. But my thought would be is that, um, well, well, if in fact, and, and there's a very good possibility Kaliningrad would be the, the place or even Belarus because we know that the president of Belarus is going to give Russia airspace to use uh, yes. in any spying there. So they've got that space. They've got Kaliningrad airspace um, in order to be able to do these, these spying maneuvers. And, and I would tend to think Belarus, uh, but in this case here, maybe Kaliningrad, because in reality, I'm sure that the, the military target here is going to be Moscow. So they're trying to get nukes as close as they possibly can. Because you have to remember, Russia has supersonic, uh, uh, their, their particular nuclear missiles, many of them are supersonic. So within nine minutes, they would strike the United States, uh, whereas we don't have anything like that. So you've got much longer technology, even, even a conventional missile going off from Poland would probably about the same distance as a, but, but Russia could send it in the same time they can fire from Poland to Moscow, Russia could have one already in the United States, same time, but much, much further distance there. So, you know, I, I can certainly see these things uh, heating up, getting only worse. Um, and, uh, you know, you look at all the borders to begin with around Ukraine, uh, you know, with Moldova, Romania, Slovakia, Hungary, uh, Poland, you know, and uh, and of course, Belarus to the north there. You know, this, this whole situation is a powder keg just waiting to go off. Uh, so I, I can only imagine what's going to be happening next. It and, looks like it'll likely happen before May 5. Well, I, I have heard already from Intel out of D.C. that uh, we, are, we can pretty much count on uh, a within the next couple of months, and this was told a couple of weeks ago, within the next couple of months, all you know what's going to break loose. Yeah. Um, and and we're talking about so many different fronts, Bonnie. It's not even funny. Uh, my even my Iranian source has told me that right now the biggest concern on the uh, Washington's uh, plate right now is still Ukraine. It is a major yes. major issue. Imagine if the banks close, the the grocery stores close. The cars are shut down. The uh, the the supply trucks don't go anymore. I mean, we'll be back in the 19th century, but we don't have the farms and the gardening anymore. Well, you know the thing is, Bonnie, that's exactly what they want to yes. have happen. And um, there there's really a couple of different reasons why. One is for terraforming uh, for for these demonic entities that are out there that want to terraform this earth to make it more like the way it is for. Uh, their own inhabited places that they lived at before. And uh, and then secondly, I've also heard, too, that it's a great distraction. And in fact, right now, the biggest distraction they're saying is that if they can really create a, a, a war 
on a much larger scale uh, for the United States, then they could keep Donald Trump from going back into power. And, uh, and so that's, that's where the big issue is. I, I'm wondering, I, I, if I had a dime, I would put nine of the pennies that we go into martial law and there goes all future elections and then uh, they're as happy as clams. And then uh, Klaus Schwab, as he has said many times in the past, we will shut the internet down and after a while, we're going to open it up, but it is only if you're compliant. And of course, that means probably bottom line, it's the chip in the right hand or the forehead. Coming on this earth that is going to cause that even people that have wells, that the earth will open up and the wells that they have will go dry because the water will suck into the earth. Yeah. All right. So they keep telling me water, 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 water. Now I've got... My and, and I've heard this now for, for probably a year from my FEMA contact, an engineer in FEMA, that is saying, water. We're constantly being told, get water, uh, because you have no idea what kind of shortages you're going to have on water in the not-so-distant future. So, you know, you know, if we take heed to that and, uh, and we say no water available, you know, I, and I keep hearing from different sources, water crisis, water problems, contaminated water, what, whatever the heck it's going to be, I don't really know. But it's it's enough I've heard it to where, you know, and I'd stockpiled some water, not a lot, but some, you know, but I even decide, okay, I'm going to start buying water again, at least bottled water. Uh, and I would say at least get enough to where it would last you a month at least, you know, in the event, because uh, I would assume, and here's what you got to think about too, even if it's war, if war shuts down, you lose electricity, the grid goes down, something like that, and you're dependent on water being pumped into your house because yep. of, you know, the, the power company keeping the water pumps pumping out of the ground, then guess what? You just lost. Yep, um, absolutely. You know, so yeah. I buy gallons of milk in the plastic jug. Every time I empty them, I clean them with bleach, and I fill them with my well water and store them. <laughs> so, that's a great idea. Yeah, and so that's a free jug, and... It doesn't last forever. You have to, you know, if they're a few years old, you have to change them out. But, and you just have to have some because Father will multiply what you have, but have yeah. some. Anyway, I do think that this is this year is it. I do, uh, and this this dates from February five to May Mar, uh, May five, um, especially with all that's going on. I mean, it's like a teapot. It's almost ready to boil <laughs> and when it does you know it starts to whistle and jump around so um i think the world is going to be whistling and jumping around not in a good way pretty soon okay um uh, let me see uh, ch uh okay do you want to go to uh china uh china ukraine uh yes we can go there and you know bonnie i may have finally found uh this was in this is on russian news info24.ru uh and this may have been actually a couple of weeks ago this was shot down it says what military correspondents write about the allegedly sh uh, shooting down of a russian a-50 spy plane hmm. uh so there is actually an article out there uh that a russian spy 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 Come on, Steve, make your lips work. 
uh, and they're actually saying that it was allegedly shot down over the Sea of Azov. Um, and, uh, of course, that being, uh, oh, gosh, Bonnie, that's, if I'm not mistaken, that would actually be... Off Ukraine. Uh, yeah, off of you. Yeah, is exactly right. That's that little small little little yeah. body of water there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, that that Russia had claimed as its own. Yeah, no joke. So that's pretty wild there to find that out. So that's that's what we got. So I did find that on there. So yeah, okay. let's 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 jump to Syria so we don't run out of time yeah, there. Yeah, Syria, Ch absolutely. China. Now, the one thing, Bonnie, and I did some work on this because I got a call from uh, D.C., a very unexpected call there, that uh, there is a collaboration going on between the Chinese and the Syrians. And that uh, that this, of course, now keeping in mind, um, when our bases were struck over there by the Iranian prog uh, Iranian proxies that are that are in Iraq, they only reported three soldiers being killed. Uh, and I think two bases being struck, the one right there on the Syrian uh, border with Jordan, and then I think one inside of Iraq. There were actually four bases struck, uh, and I actually got this through Iranian intelligence directly, and there were more than 80 soldiers killed. Six soldiers were actually Syrian soldiers that were killed in those strikes there. I guess it worked with the U.S., um, and uh, in fact, when the when the U.S. struck back, we struck back and hit 85 targets uh, that were all, we would call them Iranian-backed type targets. And uh, then I was told by Iranian intelligence again that that was a message being sent to the United States, uh, you know, or, or that the U.S. was sending a message to the Iranians, you killed 85 of our people, we're striking 85 of your targets. And uh, and I did I was able to confirm besides just getting that intel I was able to find that in the Arabic language uh, that indeed it was claimed by uh, intelligence officials uh, in the Middle East there that indeed at least 80 Americans had been killed in the strikes done by the Iranian proxies that were fighting in that region there. Since then though now we've got the U.S. we're moving troops into Syria. Uh, there has been one article that came out a couple of weeks back saying that we're moving 1,500 troops into Syria. But uh, from what I understand now, because of that strike that's happened, uh, we're moving a lot more troops over into that region than what's being told. And then the other uh, thing is, is that China, with their collaboration with Syria, uh, there is an article going back about, oh, right at the end of 2023, they were already collaborating, I was able to find, over the Silk Road Initiative and cooperation in a lot of other areas uh, in rebuilding Syria since the war, etc., things of that nature. But I've also known, too, Bonnie, that Syria's had troops on the ground inside uh, Iraq and Syria now for a number of years. They have been slowly but surely getting more combat ready, getting used to the uh, the terrain and what it's like to fight in the Middle East, because in reality, they're going to overtake the hegemony of the entire Middle Eastern region after they have secured the, uh, the, the Pacific region from the United States. Uh, and of course, Israel is cooperating with uh, the China on doing this very thing. So it's kind of an awkward situation that we see with China cooperating with Syria and yet the, the ties that Israel and China have, 
I don't think that Abbas is really going to get the cooperation he thinks, but uh, because the loyalty with China is going to be more towards Israel than it is towards Syria. But I think what's going to happen is once they uh, and, and, and once this war heightens up, which through Israeli intelligence, I know that that's coming too. They're fixing to change their their strike. They're going to hit Lebanon. They are already hitting Syria. Uh, in fact, today, Israel struck again just west of Damascus. Um, and it's because mainly Israel is trying to get complete control of that country. And I think it has more to do with the Silk Road Initiative, uh, which is also part of the new world global system that they're going to have and why the United States is going to be brought down so they can crush the dollar the, uh, and, and come out with the new um, BRICS nation uh, policy yeah. that they're going to do. Gold-backed currency, they say, is going to be a BRICS gold-backed currency. Um, I, I, I don't think anybody has to crush the dollar. I think we've done a good job of ourselves with our treasonous leaders. My goodness. Um, uh how much of Lebanon do they want? Do they want to go just the south uh, up to the Latani River to get that good fresh water in the Latani River, which is always a desired commodity in the Middle East? Or do they want the whole of Lebanon? Where is the Silk Road port in Lebanon that they want? Well, Lebanon is not actually going to have a Silk Road port. It's just that Israel wants to be able to control Lebanon. The port for the uh, coastline is going to be Haifa and Ashkelon, uh, which is, uh, you know, right there on the northern border yeah. of the Gaza Strip. And so I think that's an, and the other issue is, too, is Israel is wanting to build their own canal going down to the Gulf of Aqaba, and uh, and they therefore they want control of the Gaza Strip as a result so that they can build the canal down to the Gulf of Aqaba and create a whole new trade route altogether. Now, we also I don't know if you're aware of this, but Egypt has moved uh, anti-aircraft missile systems uh, to the border of Israel there in the Sinai Peninsula. Is that from your 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 inside sources, Stephen? Actually, I got that one from my FEMA uh, source on that ah. one. I don't know where they were getting it from because I didn't ask. I read that on a protected source on the Internet, subscription only, so I wasn't going to say anything. But if you got it from your FEMA source, yeah, that is a huge escalation. The anti-missile systems uh, there. And, uh, you know, I have an article in the bibliography. They're beefing up tanks. I mean, the whole troops uh, there on the Egyptian border. Uh, do you is it is Egypt going to take part in the Ezekiel 38 war? Well, I've always heard about Egypt that what's going to happen to Egypt is that they're going to be one of the first countries to fall. And that will be the sign of the whole economic collapse. Um, so as far as a biblical war at this point there, uh, you know, anybody's guess, I guess, would be as good as mine on that issue there. But uh you, you you do see that all the players are starting to, to put their their pieces in place. The only thing is is not many people are going to be willing to um to 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 to, to engage at this point. They're a little bit afraid. It, 
why won't Israel, do you, do you know why Israel does not seem to be interested in transporting or relocating the Gaza population? Uh, nobody uh, to another location. Um, you know, I'm reading that they appear to be setting up to starve them to death. I think that there's a couple of reasons behind it. I think that it's, um, and this is, you know, the Israeli people would gladly bring this war to an end. Absolutely. I mean, know. the American people don't want to be drafted and go, you know, thither and yon fighting wars either. Right. So it's not it's not the Israeli people. This no. is just this no. crazy, whacked out government that Netanyahu put together that's just really wanting to annihilate these people. You know, they could have allowed them to go into Egypt at least. Yeah. Um, but right. it's almost like a satanic offering, in my my opinion. You know, that's what I wondered. I wasn't going to say that, but that that's that's what it seems. Um, yeah. But but there again, you got to keep in mind. It's just like in the days of uh, Yeshua when he was here. You know, the the people when the Pharisees talked him into crying out for Barabbas. And I know we're out of time, Bonnie. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's too good, though. Continue. Yeah, Barabbas. Okay. The the, the people forget Barabbas was really not that bad of a guy. He was an insurrectionist. He was in prison for killing a Roman. Why? Because he was trying to deliver Israel from the Romans' hands. Yeah. You know, Jesus looked too soft. Yeah. He looked, oh, we're not going to have a kingdom. Yeah, right. A heavenly kingdom, a a, a spiritual kingdom in the goodbye, in the sometime by and by. No, not good enough. We want here and now. And that does seem to be what the Netanyahu government is aiming for. It is, they say, heaven on earth. It is... um, you know the um, the Messiah is going to come and reign right here. There's nothing heavenly about it. Um, so, unfortunately, we're out of time, Steve. If you have anything you want to shoot in here, uh, other than that, we're going to close. We'll cl- we'll close. It's, it's exciting close. times we're living in, though, yes. for sure. I hope we I hope we live to. I hope. Uh, the internet is open for another week to have another uh, interview. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. And hopefully-